Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up Interviews speaking. Hey, it's the Thai guy. We're back with another exciting episode. Yes, it is very exciting, and it might be episode 58. <laughs> yeah, I didn't check yet. So, <laughs> well, and who knows anymore? It's, who's even keeping track? Yeah. Even oh, iTunes so doesn't keeping track anymore. They don't. They never did in the beginning. Well, that's yeah. true. They've screwed up our listing. If you look it up on iTunes, it's one off from what yeah. it should be. So this is episode two, as we said in the description. Oh, right. <laughs> of all, yeah. Of All American. That was. Oh, wow. Episode. Good callbacks. I wouldn't yeah. have remembered that. Yeah. First episode was some of our favorite names, you know, like. Yes. Uh, Limehouse Willie or something like that. Right. Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, I understand you got an interesting package in the mail. Yes, I sure did. It is the Australian version of Bear Witness, B-A-R-E, with uh, Angie Everhart and Daniel Baldwin. There's a big difference because the Australian version is six minutes longer than the cut U.S. version, which is 75, 79 minutes. This one's 85. It has so, more plot, it has yeah. more you know, adult content. So it's like, but it, it's a better movie overall. So those six minutes really make a difference. Oh, big difference. I think. Do you remember some of it, or do you remember remember that fat I do, guy? I, uh, I don't remember specifics. Unfortunately, okay, it was a fat no. guy named Slim. It's kind of like when these fat guys are tiny. <laughs> right. So yes. Like, yeah, it's very funny. But yeah, it was it was better than I remember because I'm now watching a complete version. Well, so. you've got to watch the complete version of anything if we can. So it's good of the Australians to actually uh, release that instead of this ridiculous cut version in the u.s yeah why would they do that for bear witness when they didn't do that for the other angie everhart movie called sexual predator with richard grieco <laughs> no one knows so yeah it was cool to get it well it cost a bit, a bit pricey with the australian mail but it was worth it you know i got right. a gift card on ebay why well, so. who else in america even has that you're probably the only person in america to have that <laughs> well, I made I made the uh, the effort, jumped through the hoops, and yes. uh, I got it. And relentless it, checking. Relentless checking. Oh, that's always been on my watch list on eBay. And I thought, well, it's so expensive. It's like forty dollars. Like, oh, all right, I have a gift card. I'm just gonna go for it. So. And just for people that might not know, what is Bear Witness? Like, we kind of just Witness. looked over that part. <laughs> oh, okay. So Bear Witness, B A R E. Yeah. Is an erotic thriller starring Angie Everhart, and she her roommate is killed. By like a you know, about this hitman guy, and there's something about like a, a mayor under investigation. She might also get killed, and Daniel Baldwin is detective on the case. So, and then you know, a lot of you know adult content shenanigans uh, you know, happen. Right, so, right. So, so I remember liking the movie, and I saw the cut version. So yeah. I wonder, I, I must love the, uh, the intact version. Yeah, I would say rewatch it if you can. Get I probably the will. Version. Sometime in the next year, maybe I will. Well, it's ready for you in your pile. Oh, so thank like, you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I would check it out. People haven't seen that. I can't, and it, it's so crazy to say that. It came out 20 years ago. It came out in 2002. Wow. So, wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> See, I'm doing it this time. <laughs> See, yeah, you're doing Owen Wilson. <laughs> well, all I could do Luke Wilson. Then would be like the Wilson brothers. That's true. But how do you do a Luke Wilson impression? I, mean, I, I don't know. Um, but if only, I, if, only oh, if Trump was, you know, <laughs> Owen's brother, that'd be easier. You know, like <laughs> Donald Trump Wilson. <laughs> I wonder what that would sound like. Believe me, I love Owen Wilson movies. Love your movies. Okay. Terrible. I don't like you and me in the pre though. Okay. So it's like, 
Wow. That's all I have to say. <laughs> love No Escape, though. <laughs> well, No Escape is a great movie. I love that movie. It's really good. Really underrated. So fast-paced and uh, entertaining. But I think when we've mentioned Owen Wilson before, we have mentioned that No Escape is probably his best movie. What, did you watch uh, Behind Enemy Lines? Or? Yeah, no, that was really good, too. But I, I like No Escape more. Yeah. Because he really, I think he goes, wow, to Gene Hackman, <laughs> I think. You know? No, he, I'm pretty sure in Behind Enemy Lines, that's where all this stems from. I, yeah. There's at least one, if not more than one, scenes where he says, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that might have been in the commercial and the trailer. I'm not sure, but it might have been. I think he, in the commercial trailer, it's not in the movie, I think he sings like a Moody Blues song. This is Behind Enemy Lines. Like, <laughs> of course Dixie he does. Dixieland or whatever. <laughs> no, that's not. I, well. Is that Moody Blues? He's a oh. funky Dixie, Dixie No, no, band. that's not the, no, that's not the what? Moody Blues. That's, um, isn't that Loggins and Messina? Oh, well, you? he was singing that because he, like, got drunk. I don't know why he was singing that like, in the commercial. <laughs> so, oh, I, thought well. moody. I thought that was the Moody. But I, like... <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't think that was the Moody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you have excellent music knowledge, so. Well, that's what they tell me. Well, I was thinking maybe we could do a new segment where we talk more about the music in movies. In okay. the, or at least in the movies we talk about. Um, I don't know how that would work, but, you know, maybe put some of my musical knowledge to use. Um, oh, that reminds me. I mean, I know this is kind of off topic, but I just really recently bought something on eBay that's kind of interesting. Kind of like a Black Oak conspiracy. Oh. Um, it's called Challenge. And it's, it stars a guy named Earl Owensby. You ever heard of this oh, guy? Oh, yes. Oh, well, yeah. Owens, Earl Owensby. Wait, yeah. he's in it? See, I thought yeah. he was like a, he's, a producer that he had Earl Owensby Studios, or maybe that wasn't Earl. It was a different he's Owensby. Suppo- he's supposed to be in the movie. And that's very interesting. Because so, I believe it was in North Carolina, and they produced a whole bunch of movies in the studio in yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, he plays a guy named Frank Challenge. That's the guy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, I can see I, why I you bought, bought it. it. I bought Seems like this. right up our alley. Yeah, I, I got to get this. I, I was going to tell you this off air, but I might as well tell you right now. No, this is good on-air material because yeah. we always talk about people's names and um, Frank Challenge. <laughs> that is definitely pushing credulity. Like some, like a lot of things, like the Emilio Estevez one. We and Adam yeah. Carolla always make fun of yeah. wisdom, and wisdom. his name's like Larry Wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or Larry um, Killmonger or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it is possible that someone's last name could be Wisdom. I mean, that is a last name someone could have. Challenge? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I, don't think I've ever heard I, I just don't know. I mean, Brock Genesis, could that be someone's name? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Have you ever heard of someone's last name being Genesis? Well, it's more plausible than Challenge, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Genesis is close. You know, it's kind of bible maybe. <laughs> it is slightly bible yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the book of Genesis, you know, or yeah. the second Genesis, I guess. <sighs> or, uh, you know, Willie Bibleman. Yeah, was that his name in these Bible movies? No, Willie who Bible Willie Bible? Ames? I don't know. It might have been. I'm not. Sure. I've never seen one. I just assumed his name was Willie Bibleman. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he wears like a goofy costume. I don't know anything really about these Bible Man movies. So, um, I think he was like, there's like a Bible Man on ice or something. <laughs> of course, there is. Something ridiculous. <laughs> As if Willie Ames's Bible Man isn't ridiculous enough. They put it on ice. Oh, well, everyone was on ice these days. Well, that's true. No, that Ninja is Ninja Turtles yes. on ice. Oh, yeah. Iron Man on Disney. ice. Disney on ice. Everything. Or we love the ice, you know. <laughs> well, you know, as I was just saying to Ryan, you know, uh, get guest guy. of the show, and uh, Anthony and other people, it's like if I mm-hmm. I'm not into sports, but if I was going to be into a sport, it probably mm-hmm. would be hockey because 
they're on ice. <laughs> so That's cool. instantly that makes it harder than like football or baseball because like they're on this, this on slippery the... surface and <laughs> yeah. your, your feet are on these thin blades and automatically that makes it harder. And I think, right. Yeah. You would think so. You have to like know how to skate. No, you don't, you know, slip or like cut your hand open of the blade of your, right. <laughs> Which would be kind of tough to do while you're skating, but still, no, you um, fall. Like, whoa. Oh. Like, yeah. Well, and they let you fight. So that's another good that's thing. That's cool. Totally. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But I guess uh, we're going to go to our, our segments of the day. Right. So, we have like a double segment. Right. Well, you want to do Talk Spotlight or you want to do. No, uh, I think Talk Spotlight will do it, act as a segue into the subject oh, okay. at hand. Perfect, of, perfect. Uh, was it Perfect oh, Out? Yeah, the Perfect Out. So, okay. Yeah. So we'll do uh, Should Have Been an Action Star. <laughs> so we have. And this is also this is a, a bid for seriousness together. This yeah, is a together. double pack. Yeah, it's double packed. It's, it's double barreled fun. And it's perfect because we have Ricky Gervais. Okay. Changed so, to Richard Gervais for this yeah. bid for seriousness. <laughs> and I think we talked off air that he'd yeah. be perfect as like a hitman. Yeah, because he has like a goatee and maybe he can like lessen the, the snarkiness a little bit. And then. <laughs> Yeah, but because that would be his role, and he'd wear yeah. like a black suit with like a white shirt and a black yeah. tie and sunglasses, and he'd have a gun <laughs> with a silencer. Yep, and he'd like, yep, yeah, and he'd be like a secret, you know, ice cold hitman with no emotions. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then maybe something would happen where he has to show his emotions, uh, you know, something so it like would that. Be like Hitman with Timothy Oliphant. Right. But maybe a little bit better. I mean, I liked Hitman. Um, yeah. Maybe because he's of killing and explosions. That's all I need. <laughs> well, then there's that Seagal movie, um, The Perfect Weapon. Oh, well, we might get to that. Uh, oh, soon. that's right. Hey, <laughs> that's totally coincidental. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so we might be talking about that later. But that might have a slight influence from yes. Hitman, the movie slash video yeah. game. <laughs> maybe. Just a little bit. Maybe. Yes, maybe. So I think this would be a cool kind of movie. Yeah, it would be like a Hitman or maybe... I hate to say that's what, but Killing Time, something like that. Mm. You know, but no, but I can see where you're going with that because it's about British. a hit woman and it's British. So yeah. Um, so okay. I think it'd be interesting. I think I could totally see like renting that like as a lark, like at a blockbuster. <laughs> like what, Ricky Richard Gervais? <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, that would be perfect. Uh, for, right. That would be perfect for blockbuster in like 2006. Yeah, because he was moving up the ranks of The Office and all that stuff. And he just made like this weird, serious movie like in 2004. They released it like 2006 to capitalize on his popularity. Right. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and he was a musician as well, which not oh, everyone. Oh, that's right. He was in that. He was in a duo, a synth pop duo, yeah. kind of in the vein of like Pet Shop Boy, Soft Cell, Erasure. I've heard of that. Well, what's the what's the name? It was called Shauna Dancing, I believe. <laughs> and that was the name of his band. I think he was the singer. And then the other guy was the keyboard player. So it shows he can do different things and change his image and his attitude. Yeah, because they always he's just snarking it up, which is good. But I want to see something different out of Ricky or Richard. But and this would that, be it. This would be it. I what do we what are we gonna call it? Like mm. iced uh, <laughs> cream. Ice, <laughs> I, ice <laughs> creamed. I, I, I don't know. Saying, it is like word association. You said ice, and I. Oh, I I'm said, trying to think of like because you know he he ices people, but ice right, is and, he's, and his movie. attitude is very icy as well. Yeah, maybe like. Icy action or something, or like uh, icy, I, the icy mission or something. Like well, that. as you just said, everyone was on ice. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, Richard Gervais on ice. Right. Oh, that. How about that for the title? Richard, Richard Gervais, Gervais 
on ice. On ice. Perfect. Perfect. Because you're going to go on ice. Right. And he's and on he, ice. And maybe like the climax of the movie could be like a chase on ice or something. And they don't yeah. skate. They have to do it on foot. There might be like a, maybe an investigator and maybe he sees everyone he kills at Richard Gervais and they're all on ice. Maybe. Right. And then like, yeah. you know, they're in the morgue and they're on yeah, ice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're all on ice. They're like in the fridge or something like that. And the big so twist like, of the movie is like the evil boss bad guy is like like a frozen head like Walt Disney. <laughs> he's literally on ice and he's like yeah. controlling the, the mastermind. Cause in, in Richard Gervais is killing all these people to get the body yeah. parts. Like right yeah. now he's the head, okay. but and he has to kill because like, I want right. the perfect arm. So he has to kill this yeah. guy to get his arm and this guy to get his leg. Yeah. And he, it's like a Frankenstein, a modern day Frankenstein, but with a hitman on ice. This is on good. ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> perfect. Well, I should call <clears throat> grindstone entertainment or Lionsgate and get this going. We might be able to get Bruce Willis to do a sleepy yeah. cameo. No, no, he could be the the. He'd be the boss in the head. He'd be the head. Yeah, because that's all he needs is his head, and maybe he could do it via, you know, Skype or something like that. Because he's. Been... <laughs> yeah, perfect. He's gonna do that soon. I just know it. Well, I mean, they're doing it on TV shows, like they did that with Craig in on that oh, that's SVU. Right. It's like he's calling from home on, on I Skype. Live. How are you? <laughs> no, what, uh, let's not tempt fate here. We had enough technical problems enough before. Um, okay, so. okay, so that's good. We got we got on ice. We got Richard yeah. Gervais. That's our double yeah. double hit double. of uh, so for we'll the hitman. The hitman, yeah, perfect. So we'll jump right to talk spotlight, right? Unless you want right. to talk about more rich. I'm done. <laughs> rich Gervais. <laughs> oh, now they're changing it again. Rich Gervais. <laughs> uh, um. So, yeah, so Tog Spotlight, which is tape-only gem, in case people yeah. don't know that. So it's a movie that was released only on VHS and has yet to have any kind of other release. You know, no DVD, no Blu-ray. If you don't want to see the movie, you pretty much have to get the VHS. And um, the it's movie that I think right? – I, I believe so. You could correct me if that's wrong. Is, yeah. yeah, so <clears throat> it's called Last Time Out. Hmm. And – um. <sighs> How do I describe this? So it's it's like a it's a drama. Okay. Um, it, it's kind of a football drama somewhat, which is it's like so it's the last time out, but it's also the last time out. Get it? Like right. a football timeout. So it's a very yeah. clever title. And John Beck plays the father of like a up and coming. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. I've seen this guy, John. No, Beck. you've seen I, John Beck. Uh, yeah. In fact, I just watched something else with John Beck. Uh, oh, what, what was, was it? it? Uh, it was something from your collection. He was like the oh no he he was um the investigating officer in the Menendez. Um, oh okay yeah. So you oh, honor thy father him. and mother. Honor thy father and mother. He's the guy yeah. who's like trying to bust the Menendez. Oh nice. I haven't seen that so in a while. So and I think he pretty much only does cop roles because he kind of yeah. looks like one. He has a mustache and yeah. You've um, seen this. People seen this guy before. I'm sure you've so. seen him. Maybe didn't even know. Yeah. Not to be confused with Michael Beck. Totally different. This is John Beck. Yeah. Um, so he's the father. He's the only name. Like I didn't know anyone else in the cast. Maybe mm. you would. I didn't. I and, had to watch. I watched it. Yeah, but you watched it. So. But it's kind of like a cast of young stars kind of thing, where it's like mostly mm. unknowns. I think on purpose, and and it's kind of like you know low budget. So I don't know. If, I don't know if they could afford many other names. But uh, John Beck's the father of this kind of young, uh, promising football star. I think he's in college. Yeah, he's oh no, he's definitely in college because what and so he starts to get derailed with like drugs mm -hmm. and alcohol. Um and I guess, you know, John Beck was sort of like an absentee father, from what I remember, um, for a while, but now he wants to be back in his son's life. And so he finds a loophole in the college like contract 
and says anyone who's enrolled in college can be on the football team. So even though John Beck is a guy with a job and he's kind of established in life, he goes back to college so he can be on the football team with his son and kind of keep an eye on him, but also plan a team with him and reestablish a bond with him. And certain other dramatic things happen that I don't want to give away. Yeah. And then and also because it's a drama and it's not like a genre movie, like a horror movie or sci fi movie, we just kind of got lost in the ether. You know, if it was a horror movie. Some, you know, there was murders, then people would probably remember <laughs> this movie. But because it's just a drama, like a family drama, it's like no one knows about it or talks about it. So that's the tog for the day. Well, I, I saw the trailer on some Imperial tape I watched. It's like the last time out. Huh? So I looked into it. I got a great deal for it. But the thing about the John Beck being part of the football team, maybe think of like back to school or ladybugs, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I imagine a dramatic version, yeah. I guess, because yeah. it's not really a comedy at all. I just think that'd be the comment. It's like <laughs> that's what I was thinking when you're saying you went back in the football team. It's like, what is it, Ladybugs? Mm, like, <laughs> maybe they stole that idea and made it in, into more of a comedy. But yeah. uh, you know, it's like an adult, you know, yeah. not an adult movie, but you know what I mean. It's right. more. It's not. It's not it's a children's drama. movie like a. Yeah, it's an adult drama. So because it's well done and really not appreciated, that's why I thought people should know about it. Well, then I made me think of Rod Dangerfield. Or, yeah, rod, or, or rod danger maybe you could just go like, <laughs> just shorten the field take out the field i don't know <laughs> now <laughs> we're just taking parts out of every part of your name the first name the last name doesn't even matter anymore well, this other person with the last name danger it might be getting a little political you know just, uh, carlos carlos danger yeah <laughs> don't look him up <laughs> all right so that was the tag spotlight for the day so now we are going to go into our combo, another combo episode. Yep. Is, combo breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a reference to, um, was it Instinct? Killer Instinct? Killer, Killer Instinct. Kilgore. <laughs> so we have, what, the perfect out, which is your idea. And, and that makes sense because it's, yeah. a, you know, these two things go together. So exactly. how are we going to do this? And because we do last time out, yeah, that's, that's an perfect. out type movie. So it yeah. makes a good segue. So I'm going to do the perfects for first then the outs because there's more perfects and then there's less perfects more outs so so we're going to go right to this one right away which is the perfect neighbor from 2005 it's a lifetime movie it's like a fatal attraction knockoff right uh, okay donna germain barbara niven is middle-aged and lonely her last husband leaves her she gets into a rage about that and kills him after that she leaves and moves into a small town then she becomes like a black widow so it's okay. I mean, this is a fatal attraction knockoff from 2005. <laughs> so we've seen this plot before. Right. But I mean, if you're bored and you're watching LMN, <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it. You know, just like, <laughs> it's just oh, like okay. you have to be bored sitting on your, you know, couch or bed. It's like, eh, what's the next movie at LMN? The Perfect Neighbor. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what it is. So it's not good. It's not bad. It's just one of yeah. those lifetime movies. Yeah. I just like, well, I'll just stay, you know, <laughs> stay on the tube and watch it, I guess. So the next movie you haven't seen either, which is Perfect Lies from 1998. Yeah. Starring I'm not familiar with that. Brett Anna Fries. <laughs> okay. I think I rented this from Best Video a long time ago. And she plays a, uh, let's see, Toby played by Freeze, is a private detective. She has to deal with a lot of sleazy lawyers. It's not very happy. But Toby has a drug problem. 
which only fuels the fire in terms of her anger about her job. That's about it with the movie. It's kind of just like a drug drama. Uh, you know, the, the cover makes it look like an erotic thriller. And it's like a title, like, you know, like a bear witness, you know, mm-hmm. perfect lies. I remember liking the movie because it actually, it looks good. It looks it's a low budget movie, but like, it looks like a real movie. Mm-hmm. I, it's really hard to find now. It's like hundreds of dollars on the internet. Really? I like wow. the rewatch. Oh, it's like, it's just very rare. Well, maybe you find it one day, but I, it's an interesting movie. I think people should check it out. It's like a good mystery drama. Okay, well, that's a good recommendation. Yeah. Now we're going to jump to a movie you have seen, which is Perfect Target from 1997. Daniel Bernhardt, Robert England, uh, Brian Thompson. Right, okay. Do you, so, do you remember this one? or? Well, to, to, tell the plot to the audience. Okay. Can't wait. David Benson is a former CIA official who is down in the small, sleepy South American town of Santa Brava. All he wants to do is drink his beer. Oh, he's recruited by Major Oxnard, played by Brian Thompson, and Colonel Shankwell, or Shakewell. S H A K W E L L. I guess you have to shake well from the word. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> before opening. Yeah. yeah. Before opening, before opening this disc. So he's. Uh, and then he's part of this team of mercenaries, and he's, you know, it's a El Presidente, El Presidente type of movie slog. Um, everyone's really sweaty because, you know, there's. <laughs> um, so we said that it's, you know, basically worth watching because Bernhardt just sounds and looks like Van Damme. Right. <laughs> yes. I think this is one of his Van Damiest performances. Oh, very. Yes. <laughs> say so <laughs> we say is that van damme that's what he says is that van damme like <laughs> but I mean, but to be fair he did establish himself as his own man later on but, yeah but this Wasn't, is yeah. yeah this is like a perfect video store fodder movie perfect when target. You're at perfect target it's like <laughs> i mean like oh robert england in a movie that's not nightmare on elm street i might check it out yeah i you think know? that's what a lot of people must have thought because he did do other things but that was don't really get talked about as much. Yeah, people just know him as you know as Frederick, you know Frederick Krueger. <laughs> yes, Frederick Krueger. Yes. <laughs> I, I love the third one because it has two Dawkins songs. You know, part yes. three is Nightmare on Elm Street. So yes. Like, I thought they were gonna play this into the fire. They played two songs. Well, there's that scene where like well, the, the kid is, uh, is listening to his boombox and he's listening yeah. to Dawkins. Well, yeah. In um, the beginning, they uh, Patricia Arquette listens to Into the Fire. Yes. And then they have Dream Warriors, too. So it's awesome. Right. So, and in certain versions, they took the Dawkins songs out, like for copyright oh. reasons. And then they were replaced with like generic songs. And then but when they came out later, I believe, on DVD, they restored the Dawkins songs. Okay. Got to restore the Dawkins. Into yeah. the fire. Into the fire. <laughs> I'm falling again. <laughs> I haven't sung in a while. So. You, know, you put a microphone in front of you and you just can't help but sing. <laughs> Yes, I'm the new American Idol or The Voice or something. Yes, yes. See, uh, it's so exciting on The Voice when they turn their chair around. That's like the big reveal. Like, oh, here comes Christina Aguilera. She turned her chair around. It's just like, <laughs> it's like well, an old Bond movie or something. Like, who it is? Oh, it's... And they're, they're petting a cat and looking sinister. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> well, maybe that's like... where they got the chairs. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's what like William does. I don't call him Will I Am. I call him William. Well, that would be the worst insult you could say to him. You know, <laughs> that's so true. That's a, you gotta call him with the huge insult. You know, you can't do that. That's like worse than anything. Well, because you have to put the dots in it, and it's Williams. You know, it's like <laughs> you get in big trouble. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, you <laughs> well, don't want to get on his bad side. 
No, no. The black eyed peas will come after you, right? So it's like, and he'll give you a black eye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your favorite nightmare Elm Street movie? I know we're talking about Perfect Target. So. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, the obvious answer is to say the first one, but they all have certain qualities to them that make them worth watching. I mean, yeah, they got a little chintzier down the kind of as they went through the 80s but there's some amazing parts and some it's almost like there's no perfect one there's like really great parts to all of them perfect yeah. so it's kind of talking about there but that's what i would say we're all talking about there's no perfect movie really so it's like, <laughs> i mean no one should expect that you know that's oh no <laughs> because this is our thing perfect out oh <laughs> how quickly we forget yeah. <laughs> right there is no perfect movie if, if if this podcast had a tagline that would yeah. probably be it there is uh, no perfect movie the comeuppance reviews podcast right so, yeah well, well isn't it this time it's not a this time at the web or a podcast no, no it's not the podcast <laughs> yeah this time it's a podcast but you know i don't you know our own tagline we should but you know how often do we really look at it i have um, one more question about the nightmare on elm street thing which is that that uncut version I have was like part four or five. Was that the Dream that Child? Good? I believe yeah. you have this uncut on VHS. Yes. Yeah, and a screener. So it's like so it's yeah, like the no, that's cool screen. that you have that. I remember when you got that at the archive. Did you watch that from my pile? Uh, I don't believe I did. I think I'd seen that before, but I don't know if the, if like when the later releases like on DVD or maybe Blu-ray are the same thing as that or that that's still more uncut than those. I really don't know. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know if part, wait, I keep thinking, like, this movie's mixed up. Dream Child's what, part four? I, that's the one that came after Dream Warriors, Yeah, right? Dream Warriors so. has to be Dream Child, so. Um, I wonder if the uncut version is on DVD. I'm not sure. I, I think have it to is. I think it, it is. I think so, it is, too, because we're just talking yeah. about how they restored the Dawkins song, so why wouldn't they have done the full uncut version as well? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. So the but, thing about Perfect uh, Target is, uh-huh. I mean, I'm, I remember, I think we remember kind of liking, I, you know, we read this from the library. <laughs> we did? I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah, that's what I remember. It was actually at Miller Library. Wow. And it's like, well, we need movies. Like, we watched Out of Reach. Well, it might be coming up <laughs> from the library. And uh, it's like, I guess, why they have this, but you never know. Kind of like how uh, Milford Public Library has uh, Under the Gun, you know? <laughs> well you know libraries are you know to to increase your education and what's more educational than uh out of reach and uh likable action star richard yeah. norton you know yes that's what it says in the dvd uh the back of the box the likable action star richard norton <laughs> so the next movie and let's want to keep talking about perfect target no, I, mean, it's, no. I don't have a copy should i get one well, of course no you don't idea. got it from the library yeah, I don't so, know. I don't know if I'd put that at the top of your priority list. Well, let's say it was a dollar at the archive. Or well, then, yeah, then sure. I'm not paying fifteen dollars, you know, online. I think that's how much no. it goes right now. No, I wouldn't. No. So, so now the next movie, next perfect movie, is the Perfect Weapon from 1991. Now we already talked about this movie because you know we did the uh, Perfect Double, or it's called, or or did we talk double. about Speakman? Yeah, we did this one, Perfect Weapon and Perfect Weapon, one with. Yeah, the one with Speakman and then the one with Seagal. Do you want to talk about them again? Or I, I don't know. I mean, we could do it a quick version, I guess. I guess a quick uh, version. I mean, but everyone knows about Perfect yeah, Weapon with Speakman. I don't even yeah, know. No and gun. we talked about it already. Yeah. 
Yeah, no gun, no knife, no equal, no Mariska Hardigay. So right, right. Moving on. If, if <laughs> yeah, people okay. want, if people want a more in-depth review yeah. of that, go back to that other episode. The yeah, um, it's, the double seeing uh, double. Either, it's seeing double. Be part one or part two, but so as far as the Seagal, I, well, we probably talked about that too. But that, yeah, but we, we also talked about that earlier in this podcast where we said yeah. it's like Hitman. Yeah, and it's like Hitman, two... and we said that already. So yeah. this is so, what gets tricky know. about these uh, these combo breaker episodes. It's just like. <laughs> You're going to get some repeats, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, let's give people some relief and just say, go back to that episode. And just yeah. for completeness's sake, we have to include them. Perfect weapon, perfect weapon. But yeah. we're not going to go into a deep or really any discussion no. about those. So no maybe we should move on. Yeah, I guess the only thing I'll say about the perfect weapon from Seagal and John Messner is that his mm-hmm. name is – John Messner's name is Axon Ray. It's kind of a cool yes. name. Yes, so, Axon Ray. Yes. Ag- Axon. It's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. Was well, in the future, maybe people's names in the future are like Axon. It's, oh, it's like Exxon. Is that what they're all going to be named after, like uh, companies? Probably. Oh, oh wait. And I guess oh, next next children will be like Comcast or Xfinity. Yes. No, oh, there, yeah. I, there, there is some kid in the world named Facebook. That's right. If you remember, some like yeah. it's some other country. They they were like so happy about having Facebook. They named their kid Facebook. So there is someone in this world <laughs> named Facebook, and that's no joke. Um, Facebook. Hey, face, how's it going? Well, hey, face. You know that was from the A team. You know. Yeah, that's true. They could call him. Fa- and well, <laughs> hopefully yeah. this kid will grow up and start his own A team, and that would make yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, it'd be his A team would be what Facebook, MySpace, <laughs> Friendster. <laughs> It's like all the all the great right uh, all the social media companies uh, you know Christian Mingle you know <laughs> well wasn't there something where like DraftKings or some company would pay to tattoo their logo on oh, you or... oh wait oh I know that um it's from that movie it's really stupid. Or was it, no Golden Palace it was Golden yeah, thank Palace. you yes GoldenPalace.com that was uh in that stupid movie with Parasol and Bottoms Up yeah. oh oh that was in so. Bottoms Up. It's like let's let's bet on goldpalace.com because <laughs> you know that movie's a little budget. They need you know sponsors. So yeah, why don't you sponsor some stupid Jason Mewes movie from 2006? Okay. <laughs> well, I guess they had more money than they knew what to do with. Yes, I, I as a person who I've seen Bottoms Up and there's a view on the site. I mean, I I think I rewatched it about five years ago. Did not hold up. <laughs> so not only have you seen Bottoms Up, you've seen Bottoms Up twice. I see it twice. It's, That's way more than most people. You know what? I think there's another version of Bottoms Up. Oh, not it's that a, too. This whole other version discussion is still yeah, kind of going on. Well, well, back I, again. I was guess there's there a more... director's cut of uh, Bottoms Up. But I don't know where I could find that. I don't care. I'm not like gonna. It's gonna be like bear witness. Like I said this in the earlier part of the episode. So well, maybe it's in Australia somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pay forty five dollars American for it. Yeah. Mm. Uh well, let's go. Now we're out of perfect movies. Um we're now going we're to on. the out movies. Go ahead, Brett. Oh no, I was just saying we're on to out. Yeah. So we out on out. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start off with a movie you haven't seen yet, which is or yet, out <laughs> in fifty. It stars right. um Mickey Rourke, Christina Applegate, um, Alexis Arquette, and Ed Lauder. Okay, so this isn't very good. He's, Mickey Rourke plays like a cop on the edge. That's basically it. You know, there's like some stupid criminal, and the the guy's played by a guy named Bo Jesse Christopher. Okay. <laughs> so if you look at the cover on the site or online, there's a guy who has like a handcuffs on. It's, it's very stupid. 
So Mickey Rourke, you know, he mumbles and stumbles and smokes and it's I don't think that's his character. I think it's just Mickey Rourke in the 90s, you know. He mm-hmm. <laughs> And there's a part where he talks to James Uncle Phil Avery. Oh. In like in a bathroom, and that was like the best scene in the movie. It was really funny. Oh, sure. like, it's like and James <laughs> Avery's you know, a professional actor. Right. It's like, why well, I, I, I do you work with him? <laughs> I don't know. So, I could have asked James Avery because I have you met him. Well, I didn't meet him, but I saw oh. him walking in the street in New Haven because he was probably doing a play or something at Yale yeah. or something. Is my assumption. And so it's you like walking down the street. Oh, it was a long time ago. Was it 1999, the year of Out in 50, as it was uh, coming out? <laughs> Maybe it may have been. It may have been, or, and if it wasn't, it was very close. It might have been I mean, after that, so I could have asked about Out in 50. If he was like 2000 or 2001, yeah. I said I should have said, hey, you're the guy from Out in 50. Yeah, it's which like... Maybe he would appreciate instead of being yeah. called uh, Uncle Phil all the time. Yeah, it's like, hey, Uncle Phil, you know, do the Carlton dance. It's like, what? That's not me. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> he probably gets annoyed by all the people asking him to do the Carlton dance. I understand. So I called it, you just watch it for Rourke's non-performance. So <laughs> I, you know what? It makes me want to rewatch it. You know, I didn't like the movie. I think it was pretty boring. Uh-huh. I think it's one of these like kind of indie dramas of trying to be cool. From what oh, I remember. Okay. I mean, so this is, yeah, I know, thought it had more, it was more, sorry to interrupt, but I thought no, it was more like a, uh, I mean, me not knowing anything, but I thought it was one of those like low budget, you know, like a Michael Madsen type movie. Yeah, like a Tarantino, Michael Madsen kind of garbagey 90s movie, you know. And that's why I, I always got, assumed it was, but of course I've never seen it. that, but my memory, my memory is very poor on it. I almost want to rewatch it, you know. <laughs> but no one cares about Alan 50, no one their next movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or people love it. If people love Alan 50, just message me. You know, we'll yeah. do the links at the end. If Alan 50 has fans... I would love to know. <laughs> but see, here's the thing about Mickey Rourke. Remember when I was watching these movies at Best Video and I said that Mickey Rourke, you know, he's in the skits, but he's going to make a comeback? Remember when I said that? Like oh, yes. In 2002? Yes. And no one believed you and everyone no made fun of no. you. Oh, look, he's in these stupid movies now. Then he made a comeback with The Wrestler and I guess Iron Man 2 and Expendables. And then now he's back on the skids again, though. But So, yeah, he went up, he went back down. But you yeah. you were still correct that he made a comeback. Yeah. That 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 is still correct. I just had a feeling he's going to come back. You know, The Wrestler, it's a good movie. I know you've seen it, right? Oh, yes. No, I really like The Wrestler. I, I'm a fan yeah. of The Wrestler. I'm a fan of Mickey Rourke any, anyway. Just, I'll watch anything with him in it. I watched that weird horse racing movie called Sugar, S-H-E-R-G-E-R. Uh-huh. Oh, Sugar? Sugar. And also another weird movie he made called Shades. It just, it looked that one up. I mean, but it's neat like, that other thing we looked up where it's like, it's like a medieval like Pompeii type of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, uh, it's called like, like the grouping or something like that. I don't know. I forget the title. And, and like, it's even though they like heavily airbrushed him, like on the cover, he still looks yeah. kind of not so good. Yeah, he he does it. I forget the title. I have a copy. I just haven't watched it. And oh, you own that? Oh, I, I didn't Wait. know that. Well, did he made a medieval movie called Immortals? Mm, um, I think this is something else. This is something I, 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 I have, have to see. The cover. Lane. I forget the title. No, I can look uh, it up. I don't remember the top of my head, unfortunately, but it was no, like a generic okay. title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Outpost or something. It's called the Outpost. So, but does it so, take place in like 300 BC? Yeah, or it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, so I'm gonna go to the next out movie. Hmm, interesting. Well, you know, we just talked about this earlier. We'll go right to Out of Reach. You know, rented from the library. 
<laughs> of course, because the yeah, libraries where people go to increase their education, yep. as I just said. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Not so, anymore. Now, this is where you go to lower your education yeah. and maybe become stupider. <laughs> what is, wow, that is a twist. You would never expect that. Kind of like we're talking about um, re, you know, rage, riot, recoil, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic or whatever. Yes. Arithmetic. That's yeah. great schooling we have there. <laughs> we have two wrong ways to spell things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've always said that. It's like, well, yeah, we, actually, one of them starts with the letter R. However, that might be a on purpose like maybe a joke i know just kind of joking around but yeah, they're just joking around so and out of reach is a classic steven seagal movie we yes. probably did we talk about this in the we've probably made role? fun of it before at the very least we've made fun of the title which i will yes. begrudgingly do one more yes. time which is you know people make fun of seagal's weight which we don't yeah. traffic in around we here we don't do, do that, that. We, we try, try not, not to do that. But wags, as i call them yeah. and, you know people ask what that is you know wag like a critic wags might say mm-hmm. oh He's out of reach, like just out of reach for a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. and like, uh-huh. yeah. and like he's uh, he's like reaching, but he can't like really do it because he's kind of fat. Yeah. But we wouldn't kinda, say that. We would not I, say that on this podcast. It is, I will try not to. It is so uh, tempting. But, <laughs> it it's, it, 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 but it's, 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 see, the thing, it's not us. It was Sony or whoever is coming up with these titles. Yeah. They were subtly making fun of him. That's why all his movies around that same time from that same yeah. production company had yeah. subtle allusions yeah. to his weight problem. Like yes. Out of Reach, Belly of the Beast, yes. yep. Shadow Man. Shadow yeah. Man, he cast a large shadow. They were really dancing Into around the it. sun because so, he's bigger than the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like indirectly, very elliptically, yeah. they were making fun of his weight. So that is not us. That is yeah. the Sony Corporation. That is Sony pictures homes entertainment you know? you know at the same time they're making the nintendo wii where you know where you had wii fit and they want you to play like virtual tennis and get in yeah. shape so you know i think they wanted you to be in shape and they didn't like that they had this kind of out of shape guy as their main action star so maybe that has something to do with it well i mean sony well sony's ps3 right and it's like the wii oh yes nintendo, nintendo wii yeah. Duh. Yeah. that was stupid so, of me it's, and it shows okay. i don't really play video games but i barely but, play, i don't go ahead Oh, I was saying, but the, but don't Sony have some sort of active line too, where you can like dance and I, oh, like just dance or something? Yeah, because I mean, like the last I, thing I know is the Nintendo Power Pad, which is like yeah. the, you know that pad you roll out <laughs> on the floor. That's the last. Did thing. it ever yeah. work? I never had it, so I, I don't know. Probably not. Most of those gimmicky things with Nintendo didn't really work too well. But we should probably talk about Out of Reach. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> William Billy Ray Landry. Not Will I Am, by the way. Will yeah, William. Yeah, this is William, the correct mm. spelling. Not, not Will I Am Billy Ray Landing. <laughs> Which would be funny. That's almost that kind be, of something Skull might do. Yeah, it's like we have those Cajun accents, you know. But uh, he's an ex-military, ex-government agent. Of course, he's mm. always ex. He's never like on the case. He's always ex. What's funny uh, is he, he's sometimes on the case now. Like, didn't we yeah. see some movie where he's in the field, like with the other yeah. young, like military people? So now yeah. that he's in an advanced age, now he's in the field. But in his earlier movies, he was yeah. ex-military. So I, the, the timeline is really is very weird. This is funny, dude. I'm going back in action. You're 75 years old, Steve. <laughs> okay. It's just like, it's like, or I, I don't have a Steven Seagal impersonator impression, but just it would tell me because <laughs> it'd be an impression of the impression because yeah, it's not it's actually like, him, yeah. I, <laughs> which he does a lot in this movie. But okay, so the plot is he's ex you know ex government agent. And he now spends his time wandering the woods of Alaska and being a pen pal to a thirteen year old Polish girl. Makes sense. So that that's what he kind of said. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I love saying that. Um. 
So, uh-oh, she's kidnapped by the evil Faisal, played by Matt Scholes. Mm-hmm. He's always well, – he, that guy always looks evil. It's kind of like <laughs> – like Danny Trey always looks evil. This guy mm-hmm. just looks evil. Um, well, some people have evil face, as I yeah, think we've talked about. Yeah, Matt Scholes has evil face, unfortunately. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a lot of these people that have so-called evil face, are, I'm yeah. told, are very nice people. Like Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, who's yeah. a bad guy in every single movie and has yeah. evil face. Yeah. Don't people say he's like a really nice guy? Yeah, and I, I bet Matt Scholes is a nice guy. Oh, he sure does he a great is. job being the villain. He always does a good job. So, well, uh, Faisal kidnapped her, so Seagal goes to, like, Romania or everything. <laughs> Like, of course, get her back. which he definitely wasn't already. You know, he yeah. wasn't already in Romania. He was definitely yeah. in Alaska. Yeah, Alaska. Or not even Canada. It's like <laughs> it's just Romania. So uh, we're going to say about this. Yeah. So Seagal's hair, we said in this one, is like a black, strange looking mullet. Mm-hmm. And it's like it looks wrong. There's a lot of stunt doubles, a lot of stunt at, uh, working for Seagal. <laughs> He's not in it that much. Well, but it's funny that oh sorry, Go ahead. <laughs> it's funny that it would be wrong and long. Like you think if it's long, it wouldn't be yeah. wrong. In other words, if yeah. you have minimal hair, just kind of keep it yeah. short. Like why would it be long? Like just it's it's an, it's an odd looking hairstyle. If you want to rewatch it, um, <laughs> I need to rewatch the whole movie just to see that. Okay, fine, just look it up online. But it's just like <laughs> so. The best part of the movie. Can you guess? Do you remember the? Um, oh, oh, is this the one with the message in the sushi? Yes. Yeah. So they don't do that at our sushi place, you know, as, we, as far as we know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. They yeah. Maybe doing it. Yeah. We should go get some more sushi soon. So it's like, um, I, I have, uh, we'll talk about that off air. Oh, I okay. have a that development have, uh, on that. You have develop on, on sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about with concert sushi bros or it was. Oh yes. But, oh yes. Yeah. Well, okay. but see having a message encoded in sushi is like a pretty interesting and pretty good idea. I yeah, think. it's fun. You know, yeah. it's it's definitely uh, original. You know. Yeah. And isn't like the climax of the movie in this sort of like weird like <laughs> palace? That... Yes. If, good memory because um, Matt, you know, Faisal lives in like an M.C. Escher painting. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. And there's like a sword fight, which is relatively OK, but still pretty st- stupid, you know. <laughs> I think it's actually worth watching. Oh, I agree. Of it. I actually think it is, despite its raging stupidity. I do yeah. think there is there are things to recommend this above other Seagal movies of that sort. I don't think it's definitely better than The Foreigner or something like that. So, you know, that does have Jonathan Cold, but <laughs> yes, Me- meaning Seagal as Jonathan yeah. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we had what's the guy's name, Larry Challenge. Oh, Larry Challenge. Oh, uh, Earl Ownsby. Yeah, yeah. So, so Larry Challenge. Frank so Challenge. Be, Frank Challenge. Oh, sorry, Frank Challenge. He yeah. could, um, if there could be a Frank Challenge, maybe there could be a Jonathan Cold, maybe. I mean, you never know with these last names. You know, we always say we. I want to be what? Um, what's my cool name? Blaine Stryker or something like that. <laughs> or Hunter Slaughter. Hunter Slaughter, but we we'll, don't want to use the first name right now because of certain people. So it's. So, <laughs> Man, we'll this is a very political episode today. Yeah. What's, you know, really. slaw, I'll call, how about a uh, slaughter, uh, slaughter striker? So like, <laughs> now we're just now we're just getting in the realm of absurdity okay, here. Okay, we'll we'll stop with out of reach, but we'll say it's actually recommended. People haven't seen this one, or just you know kind of trailed off in the Seagal. Yeah. Which is completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If you've seen all the other Seagals and you want one, maybe you haven't seen that's not as awful as some of his other work. This could be one to watch. Well, here's what's interesting. 
I can make the next uh, out movie another Seagal. Do you want to do that or do you want to sure. jump back to uh, it? Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're going to go for Out for Justice, which oh. you got to love this one. You know, um, people know the plot of this. Gino Fellino is a Brooklyn uh, cop on the edge, and William Forsythe is the villain. People have seen this. But I think it's a top Seagal movie. Oh, definitely. Maybe definitely. number one. Maybe my personal favorite. Oh, Above the Law is really good. Maybe it's Above the Law and Out for Justice. Yeah, no, definitely the initial three-word movies yeah. are the best. And that's probably where they got out of reach because, you know, they wanted to have right. a three-word movie with the word out. Yeah, um, and that, another one might be coming up shortly. So, but it's a, you know, there's a rumor. I know we talk about all these uncut versions lately, mm. but there's a rumor that the laser disc of Out for Justice, <laughs> that's a rumor, is that some sort of NC-17 rated version. Oh. That I... Trust me, I looked into this for a long time. I could not find any information. Mm-hmm. Yes, is it, it an American laser disc or like a American Japanese laser? laser? Uh, oh, maybe it's a Japanese, but I don't think that's real. I think that's uh, just a rumor. So the movie is pretty brutal, you know, because if you remember the movie when Forsyth just shoots that woman in the car in the head, there's all sorts of like bloody. You know, the UK decimated this movie back in the uh, 90s. Right, so, so it's it's so that's like the opposite of the uncut version. The, yeah, you want to avoid like the a, UK version. Yeah, isn't that sad? You, you want to be a UK kid, and you know you want to be, but you're yeah, a UK you want to be a UK you kid. You want to be a UK kid. And you want like to be a Toys R Us kid. You want to be a UK kid, but <laughs> but <laughs> no, you're a UK kid. You're gonna go to your local video store or shop, shoppy, and you want to hire. A Seagal movie. <laughs> right, that's what they call it there. They, yeah. they hire stuff. They don't rent They hire things. it. And it's like, hey, I'm not seeing any Seagal action. That's just, you know, unfortunate. But if people haven't seen Out for Justice lately, I think it's definitely worth a rewatch. Um, let's see. And oh, Shane no, it's a winner of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have future Skinamax star Shan Wary, Athena Massey, Julie Strain. They're Earl all three are in it? Yes. Wow, I forgot about that. They, yeah. they all three had careers in the yeah. uh, erotic thriller world. Yeah, that's amazing. And it is also a song. Um, Seagal co-wrote two songs in the soundtrack, Bad Side of Town and Don't Stand in My Way. <laughs> Sounds like a Gino <laughs> thing. <laughs> I can, and, yeah, and, I can and imagine him saying yeah. oh, 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 Todd Smallwood. Yeah, I get yeah. He, yeah, okay. That makes sense. So, it, it, obviously, it's a, it's a Seagal classic. Now, I guess we'll go to the, I guess the triple Seagal feature of Out for mm-hmm. a Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we'll say that he's walking out and putting on his jacket. Yeah. Honey, just going out for a kill. Yeah, he's going out for a kill, honey. It's like, <laughs> and then he comes right, back. So, you know? Yeah, it's not hard to kill, and it's not yeah. out for justice. Yeah. <laughs> it's out for a kill. So I just think, that... <laughs> I how do they come up with this stuff? To see Seagal's face when they're doing like the the marker and action, out for a kill. You see the, like the little check mark thing, you know, the the plate. You know what I'm talking about? Well, like the, the slate. The slate, yeah, the slate. So it says out for a kill. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like that doesn't make any sense. It's like Steve, you don't need you don't need to worry about that right now. Just just yeah, just do your one second. Do whatever it is you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do your slap fighting with your son double, and then go back to your trailer. I know, I know, we're making fun of him today, but um well so people, no we, we said uh, out for uh, out of reach and yeah. out for justice are both are good 
are both really now, good. So out for a kill. I mean, it's so bad. It's good, obviously. You know, this is Professor Robert Burns from Yale. It's <laughs> played by Steven Seagal, of course. And then, you know, he runs afoul of these gangsters. And then the ending of the movie. I'm just gonna go right to it. It's just it's so ridiculous because there's a lot of unintentional. Is there a spoiler funny... coming up here? Because if we talk about the end, I think people get a little nervous if they haven't seen it. Okay, let's just say. Something very, very ridiculous happens when he okay. does something out of a window. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that's all I'm going to say. All right. If it involves a window. Let's just say it involves that. a window and involves the goal's face in quotes. <laughs> and you'll see it. You'll know. Okay. Um, so, but, okay, but here's the, you know, $10,000 question. Yeah. Should people watch out for it? Yes, I would say this because there's something ridiculous about it the whole time. Every scene is like, what is going on? There's like a crazy like monkey fighter he's fighting in it. <laughs> there's that. There's something off about the movie. It's called Out for a Kill, so there's something ridiculous right. starting from the title. Right, that so, should give you an indication that something ridiculous. And they kind is of underway. show Connecticut, you know, because he's Professor Robert Burns, but obviously it's Romania. Mm-hmm. And it's like. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, he did shoot pistol whipped in Connecticut for real. That's cool. So in Bridgeport, right? In that area. It was, it was like Bridgeport, Norwalk, and. <laughs> Norwalk. Um, <laughs> oh, we talked about this before. We probably have. Yeah. Um, but I, I think one of the scenes was shot like right near the archive. That's pretty cool. I mean, it was, but it was before the archive existed. Uh, but it was, unfortunately. But it was in right in that area. Because I was going to say, um, I was setting up some reviews for the site and Time Cop 2 is coming up and that they mentioned Hamden, <laughs> Connecticut. Yeah. I thought, wow, that's so crazy. So uh, what are the odds? So, well, and also Orphan takes place in Hamden. I still forget that. That's <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't shot there, unfortunately, but it takes place in Hamden. That's where that great movie that I really enjoy. And I think you do, too. Orphan. Yes. Very good. Um, that's a very good uh, movie. Very highly underrated. And I think it's kind of scary, kind of horror movie. People oh, should yes. watch. Yeah. You know, it really it is kind of scary. You know, it's kind of like, you know, people have seen that movie as Vera Farminga. I'm doing like the site. I'm doing like the uh, podcast here. Oh, that's Vera Farminga. And, <laughs> uh, who's Peter Sarsgaard, you know, came out a while ago now. You know, I hear it's going to be a sequel to Orphan. Well, I'll watch it. it, it I think they're calling it Orphan First Kill, but that doesn't make much sense. So Aren't there like, other movies called First Kill? Yes, there's a movie with Bruce Willis called First Kill and has Hayden Christensen. Uh, you get more Hayden Christensen than you get Bruce Willis. You know. <laughs> that almost didn't need to be said out loud. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I, but, you know, now it's on the record. Yeah. Um, so, OK, Alfred Kill. Um, actually, somewhat semi worth watching if you're out of Seagulls. If you're doing like a Seagull kind of retrospective, I'd probably kick it toward the last ones. So. OK. All yeah. right. So, you know, again, we we may make light fun of Mr. Seagull, but we recommend his movies to people. So, you know. Now, the next one is Out for Blood, Don the Dragon Wilson. Oh, okay. Uh, Karate Man. Karate Man, John Decker. He's a troubled lawyer of a tragedy in his past. He's trying to sort out his troubles, and but he becomes a vigilante and is known as Karate Man. He beats up, you know, shooting and shooting bad guys and stuff. Now, this is an interesting movie because it's a little slower, if you remember this, than the usual Don the Dragon. It's just like it takes a little bit of time to get going. 
I don't remember He's that, like, but my my takeaway is that we like the movie. Well, we like the movie. I like the movie because it's funny when they call him Karate Man. Right. That's <laughs> what the news calls him. Like in, yeah. instead of Batman, he's Karate yeah. Man. He's karate instead man. of wearing like a bat or like a yeah. superhero costume, he wears he wears a purple windbreaker. Did you just read my mind? Because I don't <laughs> say the purple windbreaker because that's like his hero outfit. <laughs> so it's kind of like Dale Apollo Cook's uh, or. It's fanny pack, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these movies. Let's keep in mind they didn't. Ha- they don't have Hollywood budgets. You know, they have yeah. to do, you know, the best with what they got. So you know, yeah. they don't have a high tech Joel Schumacher Batman suit. Right. You no, know, this they, is a purple windbreaker. That's all they got. It's a purple windbreaker. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. John the Dragon doesn't need much more. You know, no. he's got the moves. He's got you know everything. So he doesn't need a fancy suit. And he just he can just love- execute his moves. Exactly, and I love his cool moves. I know his people make fun of his way, his wooden way of speaking, but Which that's part of the charm. I love yeah, it. That's part of the charm. I would never say that in a negative way. Yeah. But the I love Black Belt. Do we, ever, do we did a Donna Dragon Wilson podcast. Well, I did. That's we? why I think we have actually talked about Out for Blood in the past, oh, too. Okay. But, um, but I will yeah. say, uh, people haven't seen that one. Um, definitely, I would check it out. It's still good. I said it's a little slow going in the beginning, but then it gets better. So... Right, so don't um, give up a, on Out for Blood. But there's a, there's a really there's two really ridiculous meatheads in it. There are. Yeah, they don't really have names, but we call them the the biggest stupidest meatheads ever. They're really? dunderheads. Wow. They make they make the barbarian brothers look sophisticated. <laughs> oh my god, I don't remember I that. And the sound that makes me want to rewatch it. I have a copy, so I got <laughs> on VHS. So well, to be honest, I'd probably just fast forward to that to the part. Dunderheads. Yeah, to the Dunderheads. Wow, they're beyond meatheads. They're actually Dunderheads. That's that's unbelievable. I kind of remember these characters. They're like fighting Don the Dragon or maybe some other people like in a restaurant. Just, that's Sorry. all I got. It's gone. You know, it's gone that, from my brain. That's all I got. You know, just the Dunderheads, you know. You think I would remember that? That seems I, memorable. You've seen many a meathead and we had the whole pod about meet the meatheads which we that's didn't true. i don't think you mentioned these people i don't think they had really names well that's because we forgot about them these are you like under about the radar dunders. meatheads yeah call them these freaking dunders so it's just like <laughs> well that well that is true that was a podcast about meatheads these yeah. guys are dunderheads very different <laughs> so uh, it's not well we can give ourselves yeah, a pass well, on we're, we're done with dunderheads i don't know it's ridiculous <laughs> like if we we're gonna have a podcast about dunderheads <laughs> if we could do that i would want to do it but i don't see how that would that's be possible. not possible because you have to go beyond meathead and that's really difficult is so, that what they call the stuff they serve at burger king beyond meat Oh, yeah. so it's beyond meathead. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could cobble together a podcast called Beyond Meatheads. Okay. It yeah. would, I'm not sure what it would be, but it, there might be something, something there. There's something there. It's a funny idea. So, okay, I have one more out movie. Well, see, I have other. I have movies with the word outlaw. So I wasn't really sure. I'm just going to mm. use the ones with one. And they also have the outfit, you know. But we're going to mm. stop with this one with Out on Bail, which is the last movie from 1989. Oh. Uh, Ginty. Yeah, yeah, Robert Ginty, Kathy Shower, <laughs> and uh, Sidney Lassick, John D. You love Don. You love I, I was D. gonna say John D. Yep, that was gonna be my <laughs> next thing. I just, it's just, it's just so simple. Just, but it's so yeah. perfect. Just, I'm yeah. John D. Yeah, John D. It's like, see, there's a stupid show on Netflix called Outer Banks, mm-hmm. and the guy's name is John B. They call him that. They don't call him John or Johnny. He's like John B. Uh, John B, go over here, John B. <laughs> they call him John B every time. Every single character says it like a hundred times. It's kind of a tough watch. And it's just like John B. It's like, 
Wasn't that also the genie on Pee Wee's Playhouse? That I don't remember. I didn't watch a lot of that. Okay. So John D is a drifter. He isn't really looking for trouble, but trouble always seems to find him. He rides the rails in the dusty old town of Fairfield. Uh, but the movie is shot in South Africa. Mm. And he runs afoul of the corrupt cops led by Sheriff Taggart, played by Tom Battle. I don't know. And then D forges a relationship with the innkeeper named Sally Ann Lewis, played by Kathy Shower, and her mute son named Jimmy. And then... Um, you know, he fights some criminals in the in the town, and but there's something to this movie because it's actually kind of vastly underrated. Would you agree? Yes, I would, and I I think yeah. in this period of Ginty's career, this is a, a gem. Yeah, because it has some. Do you remember the opening scene? There's like a maybe like a motorcycle gang and it's at a bar of, or at like a, a bar. Restaurant. It's yeah. in a restaurant, and it actually goes for it. I won't say what happens. But John D definitely delivers the goods. We'll see. So it went for that extra mile, I thought. And that's good. And, I, and it had kind of an interesting ending, didn't it? Yes, it did. Which so, we're not going to give away, but no. it's it's a it's an interesting ending. So it has a, a you know it kicks off well with a really good beginning and an interesting ending. Yeah. And 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 you like John D because he's kind of mysterious. Yeah. What's going to happen know? with John D? Um. So yeah, no, this is this is a winner of a movie. It's a good one to end on, I guess. Yes, and I will say a couple more things about Out on Mail, oh, okay. which is in foreign countries, it's called Exterminator Four. Oh, okay. It's like, wait, where's Exterminator Three? What would that be? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point. Maybe that yeah. was that movie with Chris Mitchum. That's really oh, Executioner, oh, Executioner part, part Two. Right. Even though there is Executioner Two, an official sequel, so maybe that's it. I don't actually know, but. Uh, that's confusing but it's kind of fun to see the posters Ex- exterminator four it's those you know it came up at as trans world tape or wherever they put it right a small box right? yeah but of course that movie with, with chris mitchum is actually um it's the executioner part two yeah executioner yeah didn't not call exterminator that? oh that's but, right but, but i'm just saying part that's two. maybe what the people in these other countries thought like even oh, though it was yeah. called executioner they might have just thought oh exterminator you know right it's pretty similar you know word words like, yeah. yeah especially if you don't know english you know right and it's like and also there's a song um now you want to leave by bridget michelle i don't really remember this i think we liked the song yeah you know, leave, something, leave. Oh, oh you were so kind of close to remembering it like, it. like uh, now you want to leave <laughs> yeah it was a ballad it was like a power ballad <laughs> so that was a. I think it's a good one to end on. Um, I mean, do you have the, the list of what the outlaw and out? Sure. So just say what they are. Like, we don't have to go into well, I have them, the but. outfit. You know, the movie Lance Henriksen in yeah. set in the gangster era. Mm-hmm. There's outlaw force. That's with um, Frank Stallone and oh. uh, David Hevner. An outlaw prophet. Another Dave Hevner mm-hmm. movie. So. So. Um, well, maybe if we talk about David Hevner one day. We yeah, because can... that's funny you mentioned because I was listening to the last podcast. We did talk about doing a Hevner episode, Stairway to Hevner. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. Please tell me you wrote that down. Yes, it's all written okay. down. And we also mentioned um, Stay Tuned for Murder, which we didn't get oh. a chance to talk to. And I watched it since we did that episode. So now, we want one of your double wanted... tog spotlight. We can do it in the next episode. I know we did get some late breaking news that uh, in the last podcast we said this week's tog was going to be stay tuned for murder, but then we yeah. made it um, last time out. Yeah. 
maybe we should we'll save. We'll yeah, because one, I think I one tog per uh, yeah. show is good. So that's, that's you exactly. have our word. We will do. Stay tuned yeah. for murder next time. It's all written down. So and that's my so, mistake because I just yeah. forgot. I, I forgot to, and there are some other things. So yeah. I guess that, that's it for the list. Um, hopefully people uh, will check those out. I mean, out on bail, I would definitely check that one out. Um, yeah. I don't see the other one. Perfect neighbor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Cause you know, we want to give people sort of the cheat sheet version of yeah. which are the best ones. So yeah, uh, probably neighbor, out on bail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check out out on bail. Most of the out movies you said are actually were pretty decent. Um, yeah. The perfect movies. I mean, perfect target was kind of weak, but we already said that already. And it, well, <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know, in the uncut version of drive, you know, the Costco sings, Oh, we had some fun, had some fights. That's yes. how I'm thinking when we do these like kind of wrap ups. It's like, yeah, we had some fun. We like perfect target, you know, it's just like <laughs> Well, I mean that there's really no better way to end the podcast because yeah. we started talking about uncut versions and now we're yeah. ending talking about un- the uncut version of Drive. So um, know, it's easy to do and, and that's actually available now, if I'm not mistaken. It's not Oh like, yeah, I think M V D released it on yeah. Blu ray. I Are you gonna think. buy that? Uh, maybe. No. I wouldn't rule out buying just about anything, but uh, I, I would want to make sure that it's the full version, though. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. So we, I can do the plugs. Um, All right, I think we're done. So, yeah, plug it up. Okay, we got uh, comeuppanceviews.net, the website, and that's on Facebook under the name. And on Ty Action Rocks is on Instagram. Ty Comeuppance is on the Twitter. Brett, you got the email, right? Oh, it's uh, crpodcast.yahoo.com. Yes, yeah, so that'll be really. Uh, I think this. I can't speak anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're just so, you're just in shock. Uh, I'm about, in shock uh, of all, all these the great plugs. Movies. Yeah. All these great plugs we had to say. And yeah, to thanks all, to the uh, Warriors. Yeah, like the Dream Warriors we talked about. This is the Comeuppance Warriors. Oh yes. Uh, tape Guides, Connoisseur, Fountas, you know the huge. <laughs> and I know, in the last episode we did talk about what I posted on Instagram, which today I did. Don't look back. You ever see that of Eric Stoltz? No, I have not. I've not. It's seen a good that. thriller. It's a solid thriller. And the other day I did um, this way I did Scarlet Letter. I mean, this is how I'm running out of stuff. Mm. <laughs> it's not like action. I actually kind of is a little bit. Well, but you don't post just action. You just post anything. I post you anything have on that, Yeah, just about anything. So you know, like Desert Triumph. Or, yes. <laughs> I forget what I posted yesterday. Or Black Valor did that the other day. But um, I guess that's uh, well, it. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back really soon. Bye. Bye.
boost your education and what's more educational than uh out of reach and uh workable 